Hello and welcome to level 17 of Three Extra Lives, a video game and trivia podcast. I'm your host Tom Knight. Welcome back. What's happening? How are you doing? Are you having fun in the sun or are you melting like me in the office? It's so warm in the UK right now. I'll do my best not to turn into a puddle of sweat throughout this level of Three Extra Lives. And I think I've just ticked off a bucket list a podcast bucket list there by opening this show talking about the weather. That's how bad things have got, so I should probably move swiftly ahead. So let's get started. I have a challenge for you, dear listener. Now there's a game out there called Slip Slop, world's hardest platformer game, and it's a one button platformer. Yes, you can only press one button in this platformer game. And I found this game over on Steam and had some very positive reviews to say about it. I actually shared it on my Patreon a few weeks back because I thought it could be something of interest. And I installed this and I got addicted to playing this game because it is really hard. There's 40 single player levels so far that you can play through, but the main attraction for me is Infinity Mode, which is on the main menu before you even hit play game. You can just go into this infinite mode where you can try and go for the highest score possible. Now you get a score in this game for jumping from one platform to another. That doesn't sound very hard, you might say. It really, really is. So the first platform you start on is a static platform, but every platform after that is moving. And again, you might say, well, that doesn't sound too hard. However, you can only press one button. You can't move the direction of your little red cubed character and the momentum of the platforms as they move dictate where your little cubed friend ends up, which means it's really difficult to gain momentum and ascend this platform nightmare. And that's where you come in, dear listener, because I want you to go out there and I want you to check out Slip Slop. And I want you to try and beat my score because my score is magnificent. It is incredible. It is 12. I managed to do 12 platforms and I felt really proud that I was able to ascend this far. And as you ascend the platforms, you get a ranking where you are on the leaderboard. And let me just tell you that scoring 12 in this game has ranked me at 549th. I think that's pretty impressive going. So I'm sending you the challenge out there, listener. Go out there, go to Steam, type in Slip Slop, world's hardest platformer game. Go out there, download it. It's not very big. It's maybe a couple of hundred megabytes at the most and give it a go. See what the best score you can get. I've been playing this for an hour or so. 12 is the best I managed to get so far. I still wanna try and go higher because I'm kind of obsessed with it right now. I'm just playing it in my free time when I've got a few minutes trying to beat my score of 12, but I, I just can't do it right now. But I'm, I'm gonna keep trying. I don't want you to try as well. Download it, get past 12, send me a screenshot on social media, at 3 Lives on Facebook, on Twitter, let me see you beat that score and maybe I'll send you, I, well there's no maybe about it, I will, I will send you a little gift. I will send you a little indie game as a reward. So there you go, the, ch the challenge has been set, just an endless end date on that one because if nobody gets 12, I'll just keep it open until somebody does. Maybe somebody will listen back to this in a year's time and, and we still haven't got someone that got past 12. And they'll say, hey, I got past 12, where's my indie game? And I'll go, here we go, it's right here. And like I say, 
even if you don't want to participate in this little challenge, it's actually worth checking out because the play mode, which contains 40 levels, like I say, which is quite challenging, that's maybe the best place to start with this game as it introduces you to the game a bit more gently than if you just play the infinite mode. But yeah, like I say, this game sounds really simple as I'm explaining it. I'm, as I say, oh, you just jump from platform to platform. That sounds really easy, really simple. But yeah, it's not. It's, it's so hard. I can't believe how hard it is when you look at it, when you see screenshots of this game. You, you just can't comprehend how difficult it actually is. And this is developed by Zero Taste. And they've done a great job. They've done a great job with this. I'm not sure if it's only on PC. I feel like it could be a great mobile game as well. Let me just uh, look that up. Yeah, it only appears to be on PC currently, but I feel like this would be a great mobile game to waste some time to. So yes, accept my challenge. Download Slip Slop World Hardest Platformer Game. Let me know your score. My magnificent score of 12. I know you can do it. I believe in you. Slip Slop, world's hardest platformer game. Go for it! It's trivia time! So in Slip Slop, you play as a red cube. But in which other game do you play as a red cube-shaped character as he attempts to rescue his girlfriend, Bandage Girl? And the answer is... Super Meat Boy! Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. Now I know a popular game on the Nintendo Switch right now is Super Mario Maker 2. It's a game where you can create Mario levels and you can throw them out online and people can play them. There's been some insane levels doing the rounds on social media so far. Some in particular, I just can't even comprehend how somebody put them together and then proceed to beat those levels. But yes, why am I talking about Super Mario Maker? Because I'm not talking about the difficult levels. I'm not gonna go into the world's most difficult Super Mario Maker levels, but I am going to talk about an article that I saw in Nintendo Insider in this article, some parents-to-be have used Super Mario Maker 2 to reveal their baby's gender. Okay, so what this is, we were trying to figure out a fun way to reveal gender to you guys. This is a video game, surprise, surprise, that uh, Nintendo created where you can create your own custom Baby. Super Mario Brothers levels. <laughs> so, I got it, and um... I created a level that will reveal the gender of the baby as I play. I didn't really know there was such a thing as baby gender parties, but apparently that's a thing. Uh, I, I knew there was baby showers. This is another thing that I didn't know about. I still have so much to learn in this world. So much to learn. But anyway, Super Mario Maker 2 used to reveal their baby's gender. Now there's a video on YouTube that shows parents Jonathan and Lisette Steele they're expecting their second baby and they wanted to reveal the gender to their family in a fun way. So they have their entire family gathered around a sofa, sitting on chairs, in front of the TV. And then Jonathan plays through this level that he created in the game Super Mario Maker 2. And he goes through tunnels and there's coins which spell like J plus L, which is the parents' first names in coins. There's also a funny moment where Jonathan picks up these coins, but he leaves one behind 
and one of the younger kids watching the game goes, you missed a coin! Like, it, like that was the, the most important part of this level. That, that really did crack me up. And I will link to this video in my show notes over at 3actualifes.fireside.fm because it's really worth a watch. So he plays through this level and he's created hearts. He's just created a very simple level. It's not challenging, but it it's a very convoluted course to get to the end result, which announces the gender of their baby. And I'm not gonna spoil it for you. I'm not gonna tell you the gender on here. You have to go watch the video because it's way more fun to do that. But also if you have Super Mario Maker, you can also go and play the course. Like I say, it's that type of game where you can create courses, you can share them online, people can go play them. Maybe if somebody else in the future has to reveal their gender, maybe they'll go, hey, you know what? I'm gonna use this Super Mario Maker 2 level because that was pretty cool. It's just a pretty neat story because uh, Jonathan Steele, he created this level. He's a big Super Mario fan. He grew up with Super Mario and his family kind of grew up with him playing Super Mario. So there was that connection there and it's just a really creative and charming way to use video games to announce something quite momentous in this family's life. So definitely check that one out. Like I said, all be in my show notes. I'll throw the course ID there if you want to check that out too or if you've got some news of your own to announce. I don't know, uh, but Super Mario Maker 2. It's just amazing what video games can be used for sometimes and we just continually get blown away by the creativeness of people. It's trivia time! So we were talking about Super Mario Maker 2. There was a bit of a baby theme going on there too, you might say. So that leads me to this question. Which game, released in 1995 on the Super Nintendo, features Baby Mario and Yoshi? The answer is Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. And let me finish off today's episode of Three Extra Lives by telling you about a rubbish game. A game that's just trash. Because I'm talking about Kingdoms of the Dump. This is on Kickstarter. Right now. And there is, as of recording, 19 days to go. And this game is looking for a funding goal of £48,204. And I can proudly say right now this game is sitting at £39,292. It's well on track to smash its target. And much like last week where we were talking about Orange Island, Kingdom of the Dump has a SNES style theme to it. And again, much like Orange Island, this game is going to be released on SNES as well. Rejoice all your retro consoles when they said to you, get rid of them, you won't need them anymore. They're making a comeback, especially through Kickstarter campaigns. Let me tell you a bit more about Kingdoms of the Dump because like I say, a SNES-styled RPG with platforming elements and this is set in the world of trash. Yes, it's a fantasy world of trash and this game is created by two 
real-life janitors. The design is set to invoke a 90s JRPG flavor, uh, but also there is adventure and platforming inspirations, as well as modern design innovatives to the genre. And I did mention that last week as well, that how games can be designed for these older consoles, but they can use techniques that have been since perfected over time and make these games just run and play a little bit different from how they did originally, but still capturing that classic essence. Now the main story in this game is going to be that the king of Garbagia has been trash picked. I guess that means kidnapped, clever use of words there. And disgraced squire Dustin Binsley is blamed for the kidnapping and he must embark on a mission to clear his name and you will cross the lands of Phil, uncover secrets in the trash and expose the evil organization trying to destroy the kingdoms of the dump. So this game will feature turn-based combat, timed hits, you'll be able to switch between characters, there's a large world map that you can travel through by land, by sea, by air, lots to explore there. And of course, it has that aesthetic visual of the snares along with these detailed environments. One of the big features about this game is that RPGs usually become a maze they, you know, you're navigating through various hallways or paths or dead ends. The developers of this game wanted to make that a bit more fun. So they are adding certain navigation elements to their game, including elevation, which means you can jump up on ledges, you can jump on top of NPCs and over enemies, onto trampolines, moving platforms. And this allows you to add an extra level of exploration in your game to uncover secrets and to really get a feel for the levels that are being created as opposed to a lot of RPGs where you can't really interact with your surroundings that way. Kingdoms of the Dump is looking to embrace that in their game. And like I said there's going to be character swapping, going to be changed between various characters which have their own uh, unique abilities. You can do this while navigating the world and so far there's three characters revealed. And another interesting feature about this game is that turn-based combat is going to take place on a tile board and these tiles connect to all the elements of the battle system and they're hoping that this provides a simple twist but it also offers a layer of complexity to the combat which expands just a bit more on turn-based combat. Uh, before the combat begins you set a formation so you can set the placement of your characters where they're going to be and compare this to the enemy the environment lots of different elements that can lead to different situations in combat so like i say it's not just term based combat it's got that extra layer which i think a lot of people who play rpgs i know i'm a big fan of term based combat i say that all the time on here but doing it just a little bit different is going to be refreshing actually when playing a game like this and just to add to the combat system is going to be timed critical hits as well so usually when you're playing these turn-based combats the critical hit system is it's rng it's oh yes i got a critical hit it's all based on percentages in the stats but in kingdoms of the dump you're going to have a bit more control of when you get those critical hits based on the timing of your attacks so there's a lot going on in this game and it's still 
fairly early days in the Kickstarter, like I say, as of recording, 19 days to go. So you've got time to check this one out. It looks so beautiful, so magnificent, capturing that old school SNES essence. And I know we are seeing a lot of games come through now that are that are doing this through Kickstarter, that are embracing the the older consoles and they're releasing versions of that on those consoles. Just such a big fan of that happening that we're still breathing life into these old consoles, but we're also releasing versions of it on our PCs, on our new consoles as well. So it's it's just a big warming feeling that consoles of yesteryear suddenly getting this this new lease of life and I'm sure like many of you I just kind of wish that that I'd kept some of these older consoles I've, I've gone back since and picked picked a few of them up again but still kind of regret getting rid of my Super Nintendo back in the day but there we go this is Kingdoms of the Dump on Kickstarter go check that one out let me know what you think I don't think this game is rubbish at all it's trivia time we're gonna end this level with a extremely hard question but just remember we were talking about kingdoms of the dump it's a big clue to the answer of this question name the post-apocalyptic rts strategy game developed by inhuman games for windows operating system which released in 2005 The answer is trash. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. And that's it. We're at the end of the show. Another level completed. How did you do on the trivia? Why don't you let me know over on social media? We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook and Twitter at 3 Extra Lives. Go over there. Send me your bragging rights. Let me know how you're doing on the trivia. And if you're taking part in the slip slop challenge that I set at the start of the level, fire me your screenshots over there. I want to see you beat my score. You can do it. I believe in you. Everything I've talked about on this show can be found over at 3actualives.fireside.fm. Links to everything I've mentioned. You don't have to go searching. You'll find it all there. And that's it. We've completed another level. Thank you very much for listening. And I will see you all in level 18. Studio.com.